Hey everybody, I'm Jessica Risker and this is Music Therapy. Today on Music Therapy is a special group session, which means I'm talking with a full band. Today's band is Peppermill Rondo, who are Max Allison and Doug Kaplan. Max and Doug are also the founders of the incredible experimental Chicago label Haosu Mountain. Haosu Mountain is home to artists like Fire Tools, Tao Sounds, and RxM Reality, to name just a few. And we're going to hear all about how Max and Doug work together, how they've managed to run a successful label with almost no touring artists, and the secret to all the press that they get. Plus, they're going to give us a special live performance. All this and more on today's Music Therapy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Music Therapy. I'm Jessica Risker, and I'm a musician based here in Chicago, Illinois. I'm also a licensed clinical professional counselor. Music Therapy is a show where I dive deep into the psyche of musicians. We talk about music, the creative process, music careers, mental health, the music business, touring, recording, balancing life and music, and anything else me and my guests want to talk about. If you want to learn more about music therapy and see upcoming guests and events, please visit musictherapypodcast.com. You can also visit jessicarisker.com to learn more about me and my own music. And if you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review helps us reach more listeners. We're going to talk to Doug and Max of Peppermill Rondo slash Houseu Mountain in just a minute. Let's start off with some music. This is my song, Big Forever. Off the album, Big Forever.
All right, that was Big Forever off the album Big Forever by Jessica Risker. And now we're going to go to our recorded show. It was taped live at Cafe Mustache with Peppermill Rondo. Okay, let me intro our guest today. So we have uh, Doug Kaplan and Max Allison. Hello, I'm Doug. Hi, I'm Max. Let me do a quick, I'm going to go uh, read some of the bio that you guys provided, and then we'll do a short little video, and then we'll get to talking. So. Sounds good. Thank okay. You. So here's what I got. Haosu Mountain co-founders Doug Kaplan and Max Allison record sample-based sound collages under the name Peppermill Rondo. Kaplan and Allison both approach performance from the perspective of live collage using looping, glitching, stuttering, and processing tactics to disfigure and recontextualize their fodder into live sessions teeming with layers of input and garbled samples. Teeming. The duo aims to challenge and overwhelm their listeners, treating their arsenal of plundered sounds and images as a dumpster of trash to lovingly reconfigure and wallow in. Who wrote that? Max writes all of the copy for House Mount. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but Doug edits it all, which is very important. He So he kept you know, the word teeming in there. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I, I use teeming a lot in <laughs> many write-ups. It's... An evocative word, you know? Well, let me give you a short, to our viewers, uh, a short introduction uh, on, on video here. We've got a short little video of you guys we're going to play before we get to talking a little more. Sweet, thank you. The fantasies of the repressed unconscious found expression in the questions and answers. So, okay, tell us about that video, please. Um, Go for it. So, yeah, um, we kind of started our project as a very album-oriented thing, and then we're putting on a lot of streaming events, uh, both on our own House Your Mountain Twitch and on various other friends' Twitches through the pandemic and really started uh, making more video-centric work, um, which really made sense, because a lot of our sampled material is stuff from YouTube, stuff from TikTok, and just um, really just sampling the video and audio at the same time and instead of having it be an audio-only project. So that's like a, a pretty recent work of ours. I think something we made about two months ago, a month and a half ago, somewhere around there. Yeah, and I would say that the like, overall approach towards the Peppermill Rondo video collage, as it appears here, is like not dissimilar to the stuff that we made on, on like our like, you know, super long album format. But I think that just having the constant like linked video and audio samples and the and the elements that are you know kind of like glitched and stuttering stuttering live like with video editing i think both me and doug wanted to flex our like you know like final cut and premiere muscles a little bit more and mm -hmm. use just like more t tactics that are rooted in that software and like those things rather than just audio stuff i guess yeah and i i think it's exciting too because we're for lack of a better word, we've kind of just like fucked our musical senses by just listening to like. Can lots. we cuss? Yeah, are we allowed to cuss? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, yeah, fuck. <laughs> we like fucked our musical senses by listening to tons of extreme music, and like to us, our like 
sample hells. We like know like, oh, that's from this funny video. That's from this thing. But like the average listener is just like taking it all in, just being like, OMG, WTF. And I think that having some of the, the, um, the video in there for them to connect with, even if the audio is in a much more, and we, we selected something with a more kind of, um, a little bit more uh, legible for the intro video, just to like not not scare everyone away <laughs> at the beginning. But like uh, we we think that having the video with the audio makes it maybe a little bit more legible for uh, non musicians. Yeah, I would say the origin of everything that you encounter within our project is kind of like chance based, because like it's just stuff that I might happen upon in some feed somewhere and then save the link of. Or I mean, same with Doug. You know, it's like. The stuff that we highlight is more stuff that we're drawn to on like a weird like vibe level, you know? And then like, it might be something that I saw six months ago and saved the link for, and then it'll pop up in the set later. Or stuff that like, you know, my friends or my girlfriend or someone like texted me, and then I revisit later and then save it. So it, the collage factor also has like a temporal disconnect, you know? It's like, it's like the collage made of stuff that we've been into for months or that we happen to just see one time, you know? So do you do you scour the internet looking for these things or these things you come upon? That's kind of what I'm saying. I don't scour the internet, yeah. you know, not at all. Because, I feel like I do. Well, you're a YouTube hound. Like, you, you know exactly how to find the crazy shit on YouTube, like searching recent videos or searching keywords that I could never imagine, you know? Like, Such as? I mean, uh, when I just want to find Dude, things that yeah. are super obscure, I definitely use a lot of quotation marks. I mean, there's one that I found for today that I definitely found by searching, in quotes, Super Smash Brothers, in quotes, fanfic, and in quotes, sexual. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I would never dream to do that sort of thing. That's yeah, and, amazing. And that's, yeah, like, yeah. that's what I do. I have, like, a dummy account that, like, I... I use to like. The <laughs> you have to hide your. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not that I want to hide it. It's that like I, I, I want to like. You, you want to preserve your algorithm well, I, well, on your it's main. Like there are videos that I like as. It's Doug like your Kaplan finsta. It's your finsta. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The thing that I like is Doug Kaplan can be like how to fix my ceiling fan or like I don't know like a Super Smash Brothers like world record video. So but you like, want Doug Kaplan like, to stay ceiling fan? Yeah, well, I, I guess like I want my, my Doug Kaplan feed to like give me the Doug Kaplan stuff, and for when me for when I log into the dummy account. It gives me the weirdest stuff in the algorithm. It's like, oh, here's the yeah, here's it's country randomized. techno from the 90s. Yeah, here's yeah, yeah. like here's a bunch of cat memes. Like it's it's more yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's more uh, geared towards our our band when I log in that account. Yeah, that makes sense. So touching on on <laughs> last year, COVID lockdown, um, you know, was you say this was definitely a product of that? Would this have come into play if you hadn't been forced home and to think of things a different way or I mean, I would say that the final presentation of the set as a video is a, is a product of that. Because I think that if, if we had kept playing live sets in the same manner, kind of what we're doing to tonight, it would have been more audio focused. You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? It's like, because we would have imagined it more as like a noise set, like a live like can, like in a in a space like a noise a set music yeah. show yeah yeah like a show a set that could be on the bill with our friends that are on tour or something yeah. you know but i do think that the final presentation as like a a a faceless 
video is is due to the conditions and the first set that we released in this new video oriented era we had like a like a picture in the picture like a like a like a little version of us in the corner of the screen uh-huh. during our video as if we were playing it live which is I just used I used video from a previous set we had played like months before yeah. and I just pasted it in the corner, the corner yeah. so it looked like we were like doing it <laughs> not 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 to fool anyone or anything but just to add the v- veneer of a live set or something you yeah. know but it was not <laughs> it was it was just an edited video and then we abandoned that that oh, and you know, we realized there's only like two videos of us playing yeah, just yeah. the two of us there only. was just two like, two videos we have to call from and it'd be like i, I already know this is not in one of them we were dressed in like christmas attire so we can't, we can't reuse the christmas one until christmas time yeah. Well, yeah especially for like a march set right after christmas that's just like too triggering do you have a green screen no. Ooh, we should get your screen. Yeah, we, we, we don't. Uh, but, I mean, like, like we were talking about, the, the current format is just the, the video as if you would see it as a YouTube video or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like that's, that, that has enough anonymity to, to shield us from any, you know, <laughs> okay. real-life uh, responsibilities. You know? Well, a little while later, we'll see a, vid- a longer video from them, and they're also going to perform live at the end of the conversation. So I wanted to make sure to mention that. I wanted to ask you, um, before the show started, we were kind of touching on COVID and lockdown and coming back to shows, and a lot of people have been saying this, so I thought it would be interesting to ask you guys about how that is feeling to you to... Come out of come out of lockdown and have more opportunities. Doug, you want to go first? Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, well, this is like my first live performance. Hi, everybody. Um, and, oh. And um, I was only I don't know. I was feeling a little bit uh, weird earlier. Just like I'm like a non-drinker, and like being at a bar feeling is is a little foreign now after like not doing it for a really long time mm-hmm. but i was like at the empty bottle a few weeks ago and that was just like a very joyous and like lovely occasion so uh it it feels but this one isn't yeah. no this is awesome <laughs> I, I feel i feel great here i'm like yeah, I'm feeling I, I very agree. comfortable great. Yeah. in this moment that that feeling yeah. was maybe more like uh two hours ago <laughs> but um yeah uh i don't know it's um it's it's really good i just like need to like work on my my social muscle or something. Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's what I'm interested in because I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Does it feel weird to interact with people again or feel like a lot of obligations coming back? Well, one thing that I've noticed is that like, and maybe this is just like me experiencing hearing loss, but when I've been at like restaurants or the empty bottle, it's like harder for me to like hear the thing that I'm supposed to be hearing when there's like, a polyphony of sound oh. when there's like all the conversations and like bar sounds and music and I'm supposed to be like listening to one person talking I was finding a lot of like having difficulty like actually processing the thing Filtering. and hearing the whole sound environment more like music and like that maybe makes sense because there's like a whole you know year and a half of just like me and my girlfriend and our cats and like yeah. listening to records and watching movies but like not having to have 10 overlapping conversations and hear the thing. So that was like one of the first things I noticed, like getting back into real life and like how my like body or perception of reality has like changed. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I feel that. Um, 
I feel personally that like it's like a a very fun and joyous and awesome thing to talk to people in real life again. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I I don't necessarily do that very much in terms of the way that I structure my schedule. You know, like obviously as it stands, there was an opportunity to, but I still feel like I'm pretty slow to go to real life events. But when I do go, I love to see people and talk to people, but maybe I'm just like less of like a anxious person overall. I don't know. Would you say that is true? I don't know. You don't know my internal workings, but yeah. Less anxious than Doug, you mean? What's up? Less anxious than Doug? Yeah. Maybe. Probably, I don't know. But, But maybe not. I have my own anxieties too but they might not stem from talking to people in person or whatever. But then again, I've only been to like four or five events where I've been this close to someone uh-huh. since the beginning of the whole thing. So I don't know. But what I guess what I'm saying is that I embrace more opportunities to do so and it's cool with me. So you're happy for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'm happy for it too, but I feel like I know you're happy for it. I wasn't I, trying I'm, to. Uh, I wasn't I, trying to paint a contrast. You oh, know no, totally. I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like uh, I easier. I maybe the feeling I'm feeling is that it's easier for me to get into it as like a participant instead of like being the like uh, the, the guy on stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like you are right now. Right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you yeah. guys just to. What did your last year look like? Did you, you know, you, you have a band, you guys are in several bands, you have the label. How did you spend your time? Were you working in any other capacity? Did it change how you were interacting with the label? How did, what did this past year look like for you guys in House Suit? Just speaking about the label specifically, I think that due to the nature of our work, which is very Gmail and Dropbox and text oriented. Yeah. It, there was there was there was not only not like a like a pothole, but it was like almost amplified, right? Like we totally we were able to work way more release stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and maybe even a faster rate than before. And I don't think that'll necessarily slow down as we continue because we've just like honed our you know release muscles or something. You we, know? In like a lot of ways our label was like primed for this sort of thing because we were always working with people that like are not touring musicians. Yeah. We were always working with people where like, yeah, like music is an important part of their life, but like very few of them are relying on their music to be their job. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of our artists like specifically hate touring yeah. and they specifically do not really like playing live shows. And that's great. That's fine. Like that their practices are different, but like in this past year, um, we were like set up because we never were relying on um, on people to play shows to sell the stuff. Like that was never our thing. We were always relying on Bandcamp as a platform, and Bandcamp like grew astronomically yeah. through their Bandcamp days and through just people ordering stuff. That's like instead of like going to a show, they would order the music. And um, yeah. I don't know if we can expect the level of like. Bandcamp appreciation that we've gotten in the last year and a half to continue, but like in a, a lot of ways, like last year was like our biggest year ever. Wow, you guys had a lot of great features on Bandcamp too. We're to- featured, I mean, totally. Um, they, they've been very, very friendly to us like all, all these years. It's kind of wild to think about Bandcamp as like a journalistic platform too, because it seems so integrated into how they present stuff. You know, it's like 
there'll be a list every week in like 30 different genres of stuff. You yeah. know, it's like, and I, the, the, I mean, I cannot, this sounds like some kind of plug, but I can't rep their journalism stuff enough. I love the way that they cover stuff and they also cover stuff that's like older music. They, they'll do like deep dives in to like, you know, like three decades of an artist's career that hasn't released an album in 10 years or something. So it's like the fact that that is all like part and parcel of their website is like sick as hell you know what i mean like yeah, yeah yeah i can't rep them enough for sure wonderful wonderful zones wonderful zones uh, if i may ask do you guys make your living off of house of mountain i do not i i've got a million other jobs and both of us are making like a part of it from it what percentage would you say for me like uh 20 or something okay yeah i i uh Doug's percentages yeah, are I, not, I, I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, I uh, work as a research assistant uh, at Northwestern, and I teach music lessons. I write about music for for money in certain publications, and I edit and do copy editing for various journals and all this stuff. I mean, it's kind of like a huge, you know, like like tiered weird system of stuff that comes in every month for me maybe every other month i'll have something but there are certain jobs that i have that pay me enough to pay rent and yeah eat food you know so okay so you've got some stable but then also some freelance stuff yeah exactly yeah, it's a mix. Yeah. yeah and i i'm spending like 40 to 50 hours a week just yeah doug is like full-time house mo for sure okay yeah yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i mean i would describe my own work in the system as part-time or more, but Doug is like shipping everything, doing all the logistics, doing everything. Okay. That's like your like job, job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And, but like, I, I don't know. I think probably between the two of us, there's like a solid 80, 85 hours of work a week done. Like both of us are working very If you're hard, adding so. both of us, yeah, we're adding our hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Into one Voltron of yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's how we've always kind of done it though, as, as like a Voltron. We're a Voltron. Did you just say Revoltron? No, we're a Voltron. Revoltron? That's what you said. Revoltron? Wow, did we just like make a a hardcore band name there? (laughs) Revoltron? (laughs) Hell yeah. So I'm curious, do you guys have, you know, hopes and dreams for what your career paths might look like or what house you might look like? World domination? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Literally, Doug like said that like years ago. He was like, someday we'll be world dominating. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> but like, obviously I that's like, obviously is true. No, no. I mean, world dominating is relative. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's like, we could just be personally satisfied and that's world domination, you know? Yeah. I mean, right? I, I guess, I guess the, the question that you just asked is like kind of about like thinking about the future and like in a lot of ways, we're like in a situation now where I feel like we've, we've like achieved a lot of the goals that we like set out to achieve a long time ago, like 10 years ago now, in a lot, like in next, I guess next year, 10 years. For example. I mean, but I don't even know what you mean, because like, well, what like, are the goals? Yeah, I mean, what it's are like, the goals? It, the goals it's weird like, to ask you that as yeah. me, but like, <laughs> I, I, for me, it's an open-ended slate, you know what yeah. I mean? It's I like, mean, just like, to grow as much as possible. Yeah. That's the goal. And like, and, okay. and, you know what I mean? Like, to, and yeah, do yeah. it in like a slow way and like just together. 
like I, I think it's like the other yeah. thing too. I, but like yeah. um, a slow way. Well, yeah, I mean like or more fast. Our, our, growth, our, our growth has yeah. had to be slow because of like just only having like two dudes to like do the work. Um, you said just together. You want to keep it just together? I do. I mean, we might. We've had interns for like, like a for like weeks that were our like best friends. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like, um, Shout out Oliver. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. Oh, there's no. There's, yeah. there, there's no idea where we would have like another person on the payroll or something, right? I mean, there, there's there's no. that, but it's also just like, in a lot of ways, like when I looked at like some of our peers, like one of the. One of the things that like leads from like this period of like oh their this label was in their like seminal early period like working with all the their best people into like now this label is having to release so much stuff that like the pool is diluted is like this factor of like requiring to support more people like yeah I'm, that I'm totally gonna, makes sense I'm not gonna go into specifics the but resources it's like, yeah but it's expand like if, there's, if there's someone else the like, attention diminishes or something yeah well yeah. yeah it's like we had to like put out double the releases we had to put out in a year I don't think we would have the same level of quality control that we can exert now totally least, true um, but I, I guess like circling yeah. back to like what are the what were our goals like what were my goals at the beginning it was like to be able to work only with artists that like we super love and support and to be able to like get the stuff out there in like a meaningful way and connect it to a lot of people, like both in like a fan, like a band a fan and like in like a meaningful press way. Yeah, and, and that, like, that I, has succeeded in yeah. both, both fashions. And like I, sure. I feel like now, like when we put out a lot of our stuff, like we can be taken seriously alongside like these operations that are just like so much bigger than us, but like we're, our, our things are showing up in the same places for like, for artists that are like comparatively tiny. That's true. And and that, yeah. that, that, that in a lot of ways is me being like, I feel like we have achieved a lot of the goals that we achieved, that we like, uh, put forward when we were setting. Yeah, um, yeah, I feel you totally. I mean, I guess for me, it's like what you're describing is more like the natural build of such an enterprise as we have, you know what I mean? And it's like, maybe I thought of it less tangibly as a goal that we set out to do and just as the nature of the business or something, you know? Cause it's not even a business. I don't think of it as a business. I think of it as like a fun thing, you know? Like it's fun and good. How about you, Doug? Is it a business? It's a business for Doug. It yeah. is It is super fun, yeah. but it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it is a business for sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'll yeah, I know, like, I, I feel it's, you. It's like super fun, but it's like not always super fun too. Like when True. I have to like, there's a lot of like repetitive labor that I have to do that is like not necessarily which I don't like, have to do like so joyful. thank you yes so does that ever clash that approach do you guys have slightly different perspectives on the enterprise does that ever clash well, you guys I, are talking it through I right would now, say I that Doug has so much more experience in the label world than I do you know what I mean like you not that that is an excuse for the doing of the menial tasks you're describing but that has given you a foundation through which you have like a model to follow, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. What do you wait? What are you referring to? I'm talking to like Doug working at Thrill Jockey and Numero Group and other Chicago like crews through which he gained all these skills that I depend on day to day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and you now have ten years of experience doing it our own way. Yeah, yeah. True. So like, don't don't discount that. You know, yeah, I mean, I have my own avenues of skills that are separate from that. So that's such cool. as like making artwork uh -huh. or writing. 
PR stuff and uh-huh. but Doug is involved in that too. But I would say that that is more of my side of or like pre-production or something. Yeah, and yeah, in, in a lot of ways, it's like Max does handle uh, the majority of pre-production, and then I handle the like production and like release. That's like that's a lot of ways how like it's been separated out over time. And like of course there are like several several areas of overlap, but like in a zoomed out way, that's kind of how it functions. Okay, I wanna, I'm going two different ways. I'm gonna ask both. So the first thing is why, you know, how have you been able to sort of rub shoulders with the bigger labels by being small? What is, what do you think has made you guys successful in that way? See, I hesitate to even say that we rub shoulders but like, I guess I know like, what you're saying. saying that, within, like, you know, within, you get like a pitchfork review, or like in those bandcamp yeah, features, yeah. or like it's like when we get the email being like, "How did you get that like thing?" Like blah blah blah. Like I'm like like someone's paying me like like paying me. I'm a publicist to do this thing. It's like how did you do that? Right. So right, it's like we yeah. are. It's like maybe we're definitely not like rubbing up with them in every which way, but like we are getting press that someone from like Sub Pop would be targeting. Yeah, but I, but I t- I hesitate to think about it that way because. I think about all of these press moments as the result of like organic relationships. Completely, and like, that's, yeah, that, like, that's I, I guess that, that the answer is that, like, right because I don't think about it like ha ha we like snuck in. No, you know, it's just like uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I think about it, and this sounds stupid to say because it's the opposite of what I'm about to say. But I think of it from like a from a perspective of humility. Like I am very happy that this is happening. Totally. And I don't even want to address it. I don't even want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather I'd rather it just like no one even acknowledges that this is happening, you know? Like I don't want people to be like, oh yeah, they're in pitchfork and shit. I'd rather people not talk about that. Why why? Because I don't know, I don't want Matt, I, I don't Max want the, doesn't like talking about himself. Yeah, and, and I like, don't, never I, has. And I don't want the bubble to burst. You know what I mean? What if people say that and then they're like, oh, next year they they fell off. Oh, uh, it's like a jinx thing. Like yeah. I don't want to talk about it. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so it's like when people say I'm rubbing shoulders with X Y label, I'm like, no. Okay, I take it back. No, no, no. But but you're right to ask this. But that's just my perspective about it. You well, know what I mean? But like to to address like the like the question you had of like or like why or like how. how. And I think it's because like, since we started in 2012, we kept a big press list. I like stole a bunch of press contacts from like Uh people I worked for and like got them. And we built it ourselves. And we, we, yeah, we we built ourselves over time, of course. Like like I maybe stole like 50 contacts, but then like we. Now it's like, I don't know. 700. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's like through just Twitter relationships, through emailing through just searching we just keep on growing this list and like every album even if it's like you know like a harsh noise album and this person writes about alt country they received the album like three times over like a three month period blasted. now like 120 times over and like uh it's i guess like perseverance and like really just trying to keep in touch with these people and every single time sending an individual email to every single writer like addressing them by name and like not sending like a mail chimp thing yeah. and treating things that are that are like a small scale release something you know that back in the day maybe we sold like 40 tapes of it or something treating that thing like it's the biggest thing of the month and like not yeah like uh, I don't know that, that that's been yeah, our, our, totally. our like approach since the very beginning yeah. and like and not trying to be like yeah 
oh, you've probably never heard of it, is just being like, this is Mothcock. Like, this is why you should listen <laughs> yeah, to it. Like, yeah. We love his band. Like, here's the download link, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. The, the biggest problem for me and Doug is thinking about the way to introduce each press email we send. Uh-huh. Because there's got to be, like, this stupid tag thing that's like, hope your zones are good. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, hope that... August is treating you well. <laughs> we like we spend like thirty minutes. Wait, on this is the longest time. thing that we like. The writing the rest of the press email and <laughs> pasting the links is the easy part. But it's like, what the fuck? What do we say this time? Like, I hope that it, the summer's been treating you well, especially during the. Pandemic. But it's like, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's hope like, you've been safe, all things considered. No, no, it's like it's like hope you found a modicum of fun, <laughs> like in your life, comma. But maybe not. <laughs> and then it's like, period. We're announcing this next thing. You know? Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of like, well, yeah. I'm not on them, but opening lines and dating apps. People are like, what is the, ah. what's, what's the hook? I can't even imagine what that's like. What, tell us about this, please. I, I'm married. I can't I'm, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I hear. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I've seen some things in like screenshots where it's like, it's like, this line gets me to buy you a drink or something. You know what I mean? And then it's like something, <laughs> like some like long... It's like, like a copy-paste meme format. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like batting down the hatches. It's a trap or something. You know, like, I don't know. Gross. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> well, let me, let's, let's take a little break, all right? I think we could all oh, use okay. a, uh, yeah. a slight, quiet meditation break. We've got a friend of the show, Leslie Tanner who uh, contributed a video that I hope you guys will enjoy. Uh, Ralph, you want to set that up? Thanks, Ralph. Thanks, Ralph. Comfort, pleasure, can be good, but honestly, discomfort, displeasure, can also be bad. What is good? What is bad? (laughs) Meditate on this today. One of the funnest things about having two arms is that you can mutually massage both arms virtually anywhere you want. I had awful, violent dreams last night. I occupied a world of terror outside of time, but I remember nothing of it and am now relaxed.
Sometimes, when I've had a productive week, I am so gratified that I think to myself, I am ready for the end. My end. There are times when the most productive thing we can do is get really upset and write or say terrible things that we don't mean or believe in. I love how clean modern jazz recordings are, personally speaking. That was Leslie Tanner. Thank you so much, Leslie, for contributing that meditation video. I feel much better after watching that. Um, I want to turn to another topic, um, and that is I'm really interested in your guys. It's fun to watch you guys interact. Um, I'm really interested in your guys' relationship. I mean, you guys from maybe you could sum up, but there's lots of layers of, of how you guys have spent time together as friends and label mates and roommates, right? Like, Yeah, um, I don't even know where no, to start. We no. met in college. I was having a party this summer between my freshman and sophomore Wait, year. Wait, really quick, I just want to say that I love that we're entering into, how did you guys meet yeah. <laughs> territory? <laughs> this is territory that we visited many times. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, really quick, before Doug's story, I will say that I added him as a friend on Facebook when I was 17 years old, yeah. before I met him ever, and then I unfriended him before I met him in person. Yeah, but it, it may have been me that unfriended you, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah, like, yeah. We were in the era where, like, we got Facebook our senior year of high school. It was, like, and, like brand new. Then, yeah, like, yeah. a bunch, you know, it's, like, before college, a bunch of people that, like, went to Northwestern <laughs> added each other as friends, being, like, we're totally going to hang out, and then, like, never <laughs> met. And then, like, after a year of not meeting, it was, like, you, it's, like, okay. Like, the only reason I, I did so, what I'm describing, is because of the Facebook like music bands list that you could make, you know, you know what I'm talking about, where you could like select bands oh, yeah. that would appear in your thing, and then you could click on the band and see who liked the band. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like, oh man, this guy likes like Hella or something. I remember like it was like <laughs> Math Rock or yeah. something. I, I'm trying to wow. think of what would have been or like Can. I was like, oh man, this guy Doug likes Can. <laughs> like, who is this guy? <laughs> and I like added him, but then we never met. But then he was at a party at my house, and like he came with his his uh, girlfriend at the time, who was someone I was in my dorm my freshman year, and I basically like stole him, and we just hung out in my room alone the whole dude, time. Dude, Doug, Doug played me a Nick Drake song yeah. <laughs> on guitar yeah. the first night That's I met him. That's how I stole him. his heart. Wait, what was that song? Riverman or something? I'm trying to remember. Um, what song would you have known by Nick Drake? Probably Hazy Jane 2. Hazy I Jane guess. 2, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I well, and he was like, I'm getting my Hazy Janes a little hazy. He's out. like, oh, it's, it's tuned differently. Charles <laughs> <laughs> Turning. Yeah, and then we started a band like a couple months later. That was the, that was the first okay. time. That was the first night we met. Doug played, serenaded me with Nick Drake. And how long ago was that when you met? Uh, when it must uh, have been summer of 2008, would be my guess. 2008. So. so you, okay, so you guys yeah. have been bandmates first? Yeah. Roommates? 
yeah, roommates starting after college. We we lived together from um, I guess 2011 until pretty recently, maybe like 2018 or so. Friends, obviously. Totes. <laughs> and owning, starting and owning a label together. Mm-hmm. And then collaborating as a duo, and then collaborating with other people. Many as well. other bands. I would say that the the different like musical projects all have their own level of communication or interaction uh-huh. you know it's like when we're a duo we do this when we're in a trio it's a different dynamic we've played in bands that have four people bands that have five or more people five people five is probably the most yeah so it's like when we were on tour with our band the big ship that had five people in it obviously the attentions and the roles of people were different when we were on tour for the most part, with Gil Will Smith for our longest touring periods. That was like a trio in one car. And then just thinking about Peppermill Rondo since then is like direct duo art making yeah. with no other mediating factors, you know? Okay. Yeah, with all of our musical projects, um, it's been very democratic, like since the beginning. There really has never been like, or for the most part, besides that band, The Big Ship, it really has never been like a one person or a couple of people are writing the song, like you're playing my song. It's always been like, we don't have any songs. We have to write all of these songs collectively during rehearsal. And that was- Or like, it's like the act of playing is writing. It's like improv mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? Yeah. And like that, that was something that like we, I just kind of stumbled into from the very beginning that like has been something that we've just kind of done forever, which like is not necessarily the way that like most bands tend to work. I'm I'm struck by, I mean, I'm struck by your guys' relationship. That is very tight. I mean, not many people can do all of those things together and have it be this, you know, create this thing for so long and so many layers and levels of it. I mean, I would also add that we have our own lives, right? I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, we... we, like, we like, right? I, 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 I think so. I'm, like, asking you as if you're the arbiter of yeah, like, us I'm, having our own lives. I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one in this body. But there... <laughs> good question. I don't know. But... I mean, there are many days when we don't talk to each other. This is a weird. How long di- do you go with that? What's the hold on? But this is a weird dynamic. To, and I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. That's okay. But this is a weird dynamic because it's like I don't want to quantify our relationship by how much we don't talk to each other. That seems weird. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's like uh, the only reason we wouldn't talk to each other is just because we're doing our own thing for a couple days. To answer your question, <laughs> maybe like two, two days. Two or three days. Yeah, two or three days. Okay. Uh, maybe over the weekend or something, and then it's like. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I think that like a lot of people like feel this with other relationships that they have too. That like you get to a point of like a relationship with someone that like, you know, a lot of the times there isn't necessarily something for like me to like say <laughs> to like. Oh yeah. Like, this weekend. yeah. It's Definitely like, not. It's like yeah. uh, it's like we know that like we're the saturation good. point has like, been reached. We, like we yeah. know like that like I know that he's like there if like I need to get in touch with him, but like unless there's like some funny picture or like thing that like I like saw it might not be that like I'm talking to him again until I'm like hey like what's going on with this thing that we got to do this week like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like I don't know you know okay one thing I'll say about Doug really quick that is to his extreme credit is that he is the person that is the most punctual and responsive to like text messaging and calling like I've ever met in my life like like really? if, yeah you 
it's like it's like if if wow if I if if I text him and he doesn't text me back in like ten minutes, he's like, oh sorry, <laughs> he's like I was doing this. He like gives me a reasonable excuse. What is you? I'm like, what is you? I'm like, yeah, dude, like everyone else. I know, but I'm just saying, it's like he is readily available for any sort of communication in a way that's like astounding, which is cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying that as a compliment. <laughs> it's like it's like a fact of life, you know what I mean? It's a fact of your nature. I yeah, just yeah, I yeah. just appreciate it that you think he's that very I'm there for you. He's he's there for me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that's why I'm that's like, true. oh yeah, Max, thanks yeah, since he can depend yeah. on me. I can depend on him. Uh-huh. Even if it's just some stupid thing where I'm like, what color is this tape supposed to be? You know, like what did we decide on? It's like within ten minutes he will be there. <laughs> You, well, I mean, and certainly uh, by asking that question, it's not to say that you guys don't have your own lives and own people. Oh, no, and, I know, I know. You know, I know, but you know, I, I guess to me, it's more like it feels like it's special. It's very special, yeah. It's, no, very that's, special. Hard, that's, that's hard to find. But once again, my angle towards everything is to not, like, mm. to not highlight the best, like, the the uniqueness, the coolness of the thing, but just to to keep it, like, close to the chest so it you know not that i feel not, like we could talk about that further yeah it's, yeah it's yeah. kind of like fear that things are always going to it's, it's hard for me to like even say what i mean uh-huh. it's not like a fear you know it's not like i fear that our relationship would ever change because it never will it's more like a certainty in it to the point where i don't want to like boost it or like brag about it at all that's like the like doing that would cheapen it you know what i mean oh, and that's okay. how i feel about like the music we release and our general approach to like press and stuff, it's like the people that like brag about their shit and like, you know, try to like use it as like a stepping stool to the next level or whatever, that just like rubs me the wrong way, uh-huh. no matter what. And like, you I, know? I, I would agree with you. And like, I think that in like a normal conversation, like if I just like was here getting coffee and ran into a friend, I wouldn't be like, we're like, we're getting good press. Like in we this, fucking like, are killing. Yeah, but like, yeah, like yeah. in like a in an interview setting where we're specifically talking. Oh about no, I know, I know. Zone. I definitely feel more comfortable doing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then again, for me, it's like that's the that's the last place but, I would highlight it. Yep. When there's a spotlight on me, because I would want to downplay it. You want to downplay it. I want to downplay everything. Just to, maybe that's just like the aloof, like cool desire. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't necessarily mean like aloof. Like I think I'm aloof or cool. I mean that I would rather I'd rather be on that side of the spectrum than the side that could be accused of bragging or being a dick. I don't think anybody would accuse you guys of that. I don't get that. Vibe. I don't know. Maybe people well, people accuse you of all kinds of shit. Probably, probably says <laughs> more about them than it says okay, about okay. you. Okay. So I guess what you're saying is that I should not be this way. <laughs> no, no. You're fine. I just I just think it's interesting. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. Um. I think it's like the same, like whenever we're in like a, whenever we were on a road trip back in the day, I feel like whenever anyone would be like, oh man, like we haven't seen a car accident in a long time, Max would be like, shut up, like don't, like yeah, it's, yeah. I, I feel like that's the same baseline yeah. impulse that presents itself in a different way. I agree. Uh, giving something power by addressing it, even though that could give it more power in a positive way, yeah. I think that I would rather not take that chance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have that feeling sometimes if I'm working on something, I don't like to talk about it until I feel like it's formed. And That's like my whole thing. Yeah. I would love to present it at the end of the process, yeah. not even mention it to anyone, 
just like keep it like pop, like oh, it's out, you know. Like I love, I love that the, the the surprise and like the behind the scenes grinding or something, you know. Yes. Yes. Well, let's move then to a video that you guys brought. This is a full-length video, right? A Pepper Mill Rondo video? Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it's like five minutes long or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an excerpt from one of our sets. Well, I yeah, think yeah, this yeah. is like the full, a full video as we intended it. Right. Like, this is like a complete, this is an excerpt. little vid, yeah, yeah, vid yeah. zone. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Well, let's, let's watch that. Thank you. Just representing the symbol. And the representation of that, where you have like a different world. You know, 
um, it saturates the it's also a limited way in which this, this can happen. But people describe, you know, I went to, to a crystal world that you know, had like the same shape repeated all over, and I love the shape, and I was resonating with that shape. And uh, that's what happens at the threshold between the crystal world and the waiting room. So the waiting room, 12 to 25 milligrams. Um, It's going to happen there, it's going to be in the lower left. That from the point of view happening, then the whole thing is more than the dose, right? I mean, just uh, the empty entity. So, so, kind of like on the lower levels of energy, many recognize these, right? Like threshold, chrysanthemum, magic eye. The thing that is different is that they also added kind of these axis of information, but to the complete left, when you have a bigger experience was. Think of this as a kind of engineering aspect, which is like, what do you want to get out of the experience? Mind form, what protector you So here are just like three examples. Um, you want, for example, just to do... 911. Peter liked to be... With me. Roll himself on my knee or my foot or my hand or whatever. And I, and I allowed that. I didn't. I was not comfortable with that. As long as it wasn't too rough. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, you know, a couple dozen videos that we stitched together that make no sense together and mean nothing. But it's all about the presentation and the, you know, the vibe, the zone, if you will. Right? I will. You will? <laughs> yeah. I felt something. I don't know what it was, but I felt, felt something, something when I watched Hell it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully Lovely. confusion. Confusion is what we were aiming for, yeah. Well, this is the section of the show where I want to ask you guys a few questions, and we'll have an opportunity to ask if you, anybody in the audience has a question. I've got some here. Um, I reached out to a few of your uh, artists and asked them if they Whoa. had any questions for you. So really? Whoa, all right. Angel Mark Lloyd of Fire Tools asked if you could explain quantum gravity and if they discovered the graviton yet. Can I explain quantum gravity? Uh, um, <laughs> it involves quarks, uh, string theory, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, the way that relativity bends mass through gravity, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I, right? I think that I'd like to tell Angel that if someone were to ask me what quantum gravity was in a normal setting, that I would text Angel to ask <laughs> her True. about that. Indeed. And she'd be like, I've seen 800 YouTube videos about this. <laughs> And I have a guru <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Megan, who's actually in the crowd oh, tonight. Hello, Mike. Mike, who also I just released a really great album, Arcs in Reality. True, um, yes. Great album. Hey, hey. Has, he's got a two-parter. Uh, what are both your guys' favorite music by each other? My favorite music by Doug is that SOS Forks album on Hausu Mountain. That is like a super long, like 80-minute album that's all like insane recontextualized MIDI files that are all blasted. And if you guys haven't heard this, check out 
SOS Forks AI REM is that what it's called? That that is what it's called, which is um, yeah, which yeah, I th- yeah. is uh, 2017, 16, uh, something. It like came out at the same time as your tape walkthrough, and 16 or 17, I don't know. And yeah. uh, Natalie's tape, um, lifter, lifter and lighter. lighter, yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, you guys check it out. It's insane. Well, yeah, and I, and I was actually going to say that my favorite one of Max, I think, is is. Walkthrough, at least that's the one that I spent the most time listening to. It's either that one or the one on Jim's label are the ones that I think I listen to the most in my life and like have thought about the most. Those are some of my no, they're great. Thank you, thank you, Doug. All right, appreciate it. So, part two the question any examples of music one of you loves but the other can't stand? And if so, has that gotten heated and deciding whether you're going to release something or not? Never heated. Oh, it's never been like, uh, like release that one person loves and the other person doesn't. I think there's probably like music outside of like just listening that there's that sort of thing. I'm sure that when Max lived with me, he was probably getting a little sick of the amount of like fish and Grateful Dead music. <laughs> Not the dead, but fish, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't hate fish. I had an amazing time seeing fish play music and the whole vibe is great. It's but, fine if it's not your favorite. But it's not my favorite. No, no, no. Dead's great. In terms of stuff that Doug likes that I don't like, uh, there's not much. Well, especially like, I mean, if you'd ask, there's us, stuff like, that I like that you don't like. There's like a lot, but it's not. It's I, really, I mean, even it's that, that it's just like I don't really like metal, like just like straight up metal that much. Like I love the more avant metal, but you love just like traditional like death metal and could like tell like you I mean when we're in band practice and everyone's like having the conversation talking about metallica albums yeah I, paul I, I is here like What's i can't up, participate in that in like any which way so like yeah. that, that that's like but i don't really care about metallica that's fine but like, like megadeth death megadeth and death <laughs> all kinds of death sign me up yeah <laughs> so is there anything that you guys have you know disagreed on whether to release something or not um, it, Not if, really. If there was, it was a long while ago. I and, feel like I, usually it's like if it's something that I kind of like and I know that Doug won't, won't be into it, I'll show it to him, but I won't have the expectation that he would say yes. You know what I mean? I'd just I, be like, here's this thing. Maybe it's cool. I would also say... I think you'll probably won't like it, you know? Like, yeah, but I also would say that like the most of the releases where like there have been the, like, the most disagreement or something is often when it's like someone we don't know personally. Like, if it's, like, someone we don't know and we're both, like... Yeah, like, I'm like, this is amazing. Let's meet them and do and, it, you and know? And at the same yeah. time, I'm just like, like yeah, it's like, yeah. who is this person? Like, they don't... We don't know them. We don't know what their expectations are. Like, we have all these other commitments. Like, yeah. that that's more of, like, where the the friction comes from of, like, this stranger versus rando. Divi- sorry, stra- rando versus friend is what I try, was trying to say. Rando versus yeah. friend divide is like what, okay. what often co- creates the like yeah. the uncertainty of a release. That's totally true. And I would say that at certain points, it takes a certain amount of exposure to a new artist and like talking to them, getting to know them, becoming friends with them before it might get to the point where we both are like, yes, this is a more release. And I think that Maybe more often than not, like maybe I'm the person that brings a new person in and then Doug adjusts to them. You know what I mean? Like, does that perhaps? But then there are some instances where it's the opposite, where Doug brings in an artist and, you know, yeah. But there is a period of adjustment or of getting to know someone that's very important. And I don't think it's causing necessarily strife or argument, but it is a process that has to be followed. Okay. It's, It's more so just like, 
I don't think either of us want to invest like our lives into someone that is just like we only know a SoundCloud like, a demo. Box. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. just like if we're gonna put out like an album of someone, it's like we're gonna spend like three or four months like working on this thing, and like if it's just like some faceless person and I'm like a faceless person to them and like there's no air of mutual accountability that's when like trouble happens yes okay I don't know if we really experienced that sort of trouble maybe on a we, very we, small we level we have a few times but yeah I, yeah I, I, it's, it's been a long time because, right exactly because we've, oh I know what you're talking yeah. about yes 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 okay here's another question from uh, an artist this artist uh, wanted to remain anonymous which version of beef pizza is your favorite Mr. G's beef pizza is the only beef pizza. R.I.P. Mr. G's. Which version of beef pizza? Are we like talking? Is, are we, is the, We're talking about the song beef pizza? Are we talking pizza? about like live performance? Paul, the is song, this you? <laughs> Unfortunately, like. <laughs> Which version of beef pizza is our favorite? Mr. G's beef pizza. <laughs> the studio version is really good. The studio version of the song beef pizza. Because it's rendered in a fashion where you can hear. The whole beef pizza. <laughs> you can hear all the beef. You can hear also, all the beef. Also features all of us reading Wikipedia pages. Oh yeah, I was reading the Airbud Wikipedia page. I was I reading the Bugles Wikipedia page. Those <laughs> corn snacks. Doug loves the Bugles Wikipedia pages. It's it's yeah. been it's, it's been used in like several. Yeah, it's, several been, it's been used in many projects. <laughs> Just as a side note, Bugle Bugle fan. No Bugle Wiki fan. Do you like Bugles the chip? They're fine. <laughs> They're good when you put ice cream in it, like a little tiny ice cream. Oh, oh that's so cute. And, and then it's like like a sweet and salty scenario. It's really good. Corn plus ice cream? Try it. Sounds, Sounds I'll, I'll try it, yeah. <laughs> All right, another anonymous. If Has Doug finished his Fire Tools remix yet? No, I'm sorry. I did I, I did think about it a I little bit. I didn't even sign up for yeah. the Fire Tools remix this round because yeah. I know that. I thought about it a little yeah. bit in the car recently. I heard I heard some stuff on this Sirius XM watercolor station, which is their like oh. their like jazz fusion new age station. Not, it's like more like smooth. Yeah, it's fusion. like smooth jazz, smooth, smooth jazz fusion, fusion new age. It's like George some Benson like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought about Dude, it. Watercolors I, is like the sickest station on. It's one of the best radio other stations than maybe of all Spa. Time. Well, Spa of course. Spa but is like, sick. Yeah, they're like yeah. right next to each other on the dial. Yeah, but <laughs> is this 69 or something? It's sixty six and sixty eight. Oh. Oh, I believe me. that okay. real jazz is in between the two. Okay. It's called real jazz. <laughs> the real jazz. It's called right. real jazz. Gotcha. Any, any audience questions? I've got a couple more to ask, but I want to give the opportunity. We got questions. Don't, don't feel obligated. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I also asked Doug and Max to write each other some questions oh, yeah, we wrote that they each have not questions. seen yet. Um, I'm going to pick a... At random. So, <laughs> um, Max. If we were to go on a big old road trip, not a tour, where would you want to go together? Japan. <laughs> How would we drive there? Yeah, it would be across the, the Trans-Pacific Highway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, literally, I don't know, maybe... I mean, I, I'll take that as an answer. That's fine. All right. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I can, I can give you a road trip answer. I, I mean, we've been all over the U.S. I remember, like, Montana and Idaho was really pretty. That's a good zone. That's my answer. Okay. Like, like the part of Idaho that is like the the the, the tall, the panhandle, the panhandle of panhandle. Idaho. Yeah, drive through that is beautiful. beautiful for Absolutely sure. beautiful. Love that spot. We only got to do that once. It was beautiful. I'd do it again. 
Doug, Doug, if you had to guess what the dance described in the Monster Mash song looks like, or specifically imagine the moves of the Monster Mash, what would that look like? Can you show us? Um, I, have to think, I wrote this one. Yeah, I have to think about this a little bit. I mean, I feel like because it's from the perspective of like a Dracula-like man, it's yes. like, I feel like that kind of imbues the dance. So I feel like you have to kind of like... But, but monster is like non-denominational, you know? It's like, non-denominational. All kinds like, of monsters can be featured in the monster match. Although the voice is a Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or maybe it's more of a Frankenstein. It's like a Boris no, Karloff it's, imitation. It's, it's not a Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein is just like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. these Frankenstein's monsters. True, like true. That. It's definitely his like, monster it's is definitely like that. Like, it's yeah. either like a, a vampire, or like kind of like a creepy. No, you're right. It's like a butler. Kind it's of like guy. it's like a what's his name, Christopher Lee or whatever. The yeah, guy from or like, Rings. It's like the person that, that opens dude, the door yeah, in Rocky yeah. Horror or something. There's like, oh, yeah, yeah. this creepy voice. Or Vincent Price. Vincent Price. That's something. So I feel like. All right. So let's see the dance, bro. I have to do the dance. You can do it sitting. I mean, I just upper body. Upper body. Yeah. Um, no, no standing. Yeah, I feel like there's just like <laughs> or you know, standing, like a solid like. Christ air, and then like you do like the Macarena in reverse, and then like, <laughs> and, then, and then like you do a couple like claws, perhaps like that's, like the thriller style. Yeah, like thriller yeah, style yeah, claws, yeah, yeah. and then like one of these like ooh, I'm a little fatigued. Oh, like, like swooning. Let's say like 45 swooning. seconds of zombie. Followed by like so this is a quite a complicated routine. <laughs> well, I mean, the song is like three minutes, dude. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, there's a real wait. Dance. There's a real monster mash dance. Yeah, I mean, they talk about the monster mash in the song, but is it like, like the song is like from the third person regarding the mash? Well, the, the song is about the song. The song is, the song is about seeing well, them doing the mash. Well, it's like we never I mean? actually hear the song. Right, exactly. Yeah. They did the mash, and it was a smash, but it's not <laughs> the song you're hearing or the dance you're seeing. It's true. Yeah, uh, am I wrong? No, I, I, <laughs> am I going crazy? I, I'm, I'm going it's with like, you. Yeah, yeah. I think that like it's it's, yeah, it's okay, not okay, like okay. the hustle or the macarena. Where yeah, the like hustle and the macarena and the cha cha slide are very instructive, and you're there in the moment. The monster mash is like the Rashomon of like monster dances. <laughs> it's like what really was it? You know what I mean? Like the, like, the Charlie Brown comes from the monster mash. Ah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that it? Is you just going like this? Okay. So. That's good. You shake your ass and you hold out your hands. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Well, now we know. Okay. Well, we're. So we're, that one had an objective answer to it. It wasn't. Is anyone willing to do it in front of the camera? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, we'll we'll. You can just imagine fix it. it. Post. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, we're, gonna, we're about to turn. They're going to perform. They're going to do performance. They do a little setup. Ooh. Before that, I want to give you guys one more opportunity to. Is there anything else you'd like to? say or share or, or talk about or promote? We have a lot of albums coming out of House of Mountain this year and they're, they're already out. Yeah, Houseofmountain.com, um, houseofmountain.bandcamp.com. Yeah, this week we have a new album coming out from Damiana. That's our, our friends, um, Tal Sounds and Matches in collaboration. Um, we got an album from Dion coming out in uh, August. That's like very pretty kind of like electronic chamber music. PS1 kind of sounding music. It's really beautiful. Yes, and we just announced yesterday the, the next Fire Tools album, which is like our, maybe our largest scale album period that we've released. It's a double LP, tape, CD, shirts, we make, we're merch. We're making grinders. We're making fan Grinders. <laughs> we're, like, we're like going hard on this one because we're, we are so amazed by Angel's music and 
it's like 80 minutes of music. It's an extreme statement. It's like a crazy, long, crazy album. Not that everything else we release isn't crazy because it's all crazy and cool. Yeah. It's all good. It is. It's Fire, all great. Uh, Fire Tools will be on this show in October. Oh, lovely. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when the album Angel comes is out. driving so, out here? Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, we'll be in this we'll room. So yeah, good, yeah. good. So we should turn in. Yeah, well, we'll okay. Well, uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we will have a live performance from Peppermill Rondo. Hey, thank, thank you, you so thank much. Thank you so much, Jessica. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. And now, please enjoy a live performance by Peppermill Rondo. Prophecies of Victor the Budgie, where three budgies began communicating in full-blown speech and channeling the spiritual world. Through their efforts, they taught Ryan how to tap into the same heavenly source, enabling him to also channel the angels in reverse source. First off, we'd like to thank the angels for their intervention on January. The first time I've ever channeled, that's the most I've ever loved. The first time. Guys, for one subscriber for this one subscriber, one subscriber. One surf subscriber! One surf subscriber! It is a six-hour happening here and now. Can you even process it? Can you even think it's like, this is pretty sounding. We're doing Pretty sounding. We're doing even... Experimental music. Oh, my God. 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 Oh
To, uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to. We're tr can you hear me, Judge? I can hear you. It's a filter. Godspeed, you Black Emperor.
excited today because I have something super special to show you. Let me just get right to it. Um, this is an original limited edition. But you know, it's real. It's fresh as the day he was. Very rare. It's fresh as the day. It's time for me. Can you hop? See that? Recognize that little ear? Can hop? It's immaculate. I mean, everything's intact. You can see the rhinestones fully intact. I mean, it's silicone. It's silence. Pit turned on the next episode of Steven Universe. What's the darkest rock for my jokes? Yes. Link didn't care. He just kept on seeing that hot tsunami video. Not today, Blue Satan. Buddy made three screams after an instant. Bursting out of the frame of $4,000 fursuit. And in that moment, Mario found God. He looked at her phone and realized that she had gotten 50 texts. They were all from her father. And they all said one thing. Fish sticks. Lucina turned her phone off. It's spring. I'm not ready to be a father! I'm only 
Something takes a part of me Something lost and never seen Every time I start to believe Something's right to take it from me, from me Life's gonna always be messing with me Can't touch it and let me be free Life's gonna always be messing with me Can't touch it and let me be free Can't I take away all this pain? They go up, they go up, they go up, they are, 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 What happened? Man, you do that a lot when you do your teeth, remember? Sometimes, they just don't know what's going to happen now. Great ball. I can't. Bro, bro, there's magnetism, bro. There's magnetism. Oh! Yeah. Put your head back. Put your head back. Bro? 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 I remember this, but I don't remember. One time when my friends hit her. Fuck you looking at, bro. I'll beat the shit out of you right here. Right here, right now. Okay, it's versus one. You're gonna be a man, bro. Fuck you. It's not even, it's not even. Breathe. I'm in a heart. Breathe. 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 Breathe.
of Halsey Mountain, Pepperville Rondo for coming. I want to thank Cafe Mustache for hosting us and for doing such a great job. Darian and Ralph for all their help. Um, Local Universe for helping us produce the show. And please visit music. Oh, and Mike Kanish, otherwise known as Leslie Tanner, for the lovely meditation halfway through the show. And please visit musictherapypodcast.com for some more episodes and other upcoming guests. Thank you guys so much. Have a great night. Okay, I want to thank Doug Kaplan and Max Allison for being on group session this month. Uh, That was a really fun show. If you haven't been to a group session and you're here in Chicago, please check it out. You can come live at Cafe Mustache, or you can stream it on Cafe Mustache's Twitch channel. Just look at my Instagram for the link. I always keep a link up there. Visit musictherapypodcast.com for more episodes, show notes, transcripts, and events. Music Therapy is hosted by Jessica Risker, produced by Sullivan Davis, and engineered by Joshua Wentz in Chicago. Hope you guys are doing well, and see you next week. <laughs>